0: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. People say i going
1: to be sad to see Shea Stadium go, and I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not at all. I think it has seen its day and it is, it has some scars that are ready to go, and, and the new
0: stadium is going to be terrific. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Halfway through my five-hour show, KM to AM, we're right back at it on the fan. Joining me right now is Ian Begley. Ian Begley covers the Knicks and the Nets and the NBA for SNY TV. He's been on the scene for a minute. If you're on NBA Twitter, Knicks Twitter, Nets Twitter, you certainly know him. Ian, thanks for joining us again.
1: Keith, pleasure is all mine, my friend. Let's do it until 2 a.m. Come on, let's go.
0: 2 a.m.? I'm only on until 12 tonight. Usually it's 2 a.m. (laughs) (laughs) appreciate you bro Uh, you had a tweet I'm trying to find Um, let me go actually find it okay talking about uh, Bob Myers complimented the New York Knicks on a conference call today said there was a time where I felt like people may not have wanted to play in NYC and I think that's changed I think now you're looking at murmurings hearing things hey what about the Knicks like I think that's absolutely true Uh, I think it's coming Obviously we see movement in the NBA with superstars and you know the biggest one was Dame and tonight uh, or Dame joining Giannis in Milwaukee and tonight you see Drew Holiday who's joined the Celtics and Chris stapps Perzingis, the former Nick with the Celtics like these teams are stacking up star players and superstar talent and I think the Knicks have a good young core but I think the time is coming in the next couple years where you could see a Joel Embiid join the Knicks or you could see a star player say yo, these are not the same old Knicks. There's a different energy, a different vibe around this team. We saw them have success last year. What do you think about the timeline until we're saying, okay, it's finally happened, an uh, NBA superstar chose the Garden?
1: Yeah, Keith, I think if you're looking at where the Knicks are and, and where Leon Rose and his group are, you know, they, I think Leon Rose signed a five-year deal. So it's coming up towards, I think, year four on that one and, you know, The clock, I think, is ticking. I think it's fair to say that because of that and because of um, just where the Knicks are. Obviously, salary cap-wise, they're not going to be able to sign any big free agents, assuming they re-sign all their young players. So, to me, you're looking at this trade deadline, next offseason, maybe the next trade, trade deadline at the latest as the timeline for the Knicks to take this big swing that we've all kind of known is coming. We just don't know when, and we don't know what player it's going to be.
0: Yeah, winning certainly helps. Uh, I got to see Game 5 in the Garden when the Knicks beat the Heat, and I'm a Nets fan, and I honestly was uh, drinking my sorrows away. I got as faded as I could get because I'm like, how did we go from Nets world, KD, Kyrie, we are playoffs in Brooklyn, all the attention in Brooklyn to the Nets getting swept, and here's the New York Knicks. Going toe-to-toe with the Miami Heat, I'm like, this happened fast. This happened overnight. So going into this year, do you expect the Knicks to be able to get right back to where they left off?
1: Yeah, It's not going to be easy because, A, they're not sneaking up on anybody, and, B, you have to hope that you, you stay healthy. They had good health last year. Uh, so it, it's going to be tough, but I think with the – the idea that they have this continuity, right? They're bringing almost everybody back except for Obi Toppin, adding Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, I think this team should defend well and should be competitive uh, almost every night. And so are they going to get 47 wins again? No, we'll see. The the, the East is tough, but they should be, it should be as good as they were last year, even if it doesn't reflect in the win total. But speaking about defense, I think that Nets team that you spoke about, Keith, this new version of it is going to be very good defensively.
0: Yeah, we just had a a caller, James in Breezy Point, who's a Nets fan, talk about Ben Simmons, and we know Ben Simmons has always been a defender when healthy, and when you look at the guys that they brought here last year that they thought were going to play with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, or Royce O'Neal, and then Nick Claxton, who... Uh, was in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year when he was playing with Katie and Kyrie and should have been on one of the all-defensive teams. But then, you know, once those guys left, it was like there was no more attention in Brooklyn. I think the Brooklyn Nets have a team that can be scrappy. I think the Brooklyn Nets have a team that can hold uh, teams down in, in points. And if they can score enough with Mikhail Bridges, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, with Cam Johnson, I think we might be looking at a Brooklyn team that the fans can get behind, and it kind of returns to the scrappiness, the, the Brooklyn way that they had before they kind of sold their soul to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and went the superstar route. Do you think that the Brooklyn Nets are headed back to where they were before we had this blip in the radar the last four years?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I think you look at the, the way that they executed at the trade deadline, right? And they, obviously it was turmoil with Kevin Durant, with Kyrie Irving, But the returns they got and and where they're set up right now, you have to give credit, in my mind, to X management and Sean Marks for putting them in this position so quickly. And obviously, they're far from a a finished product, just like the Knicks. But the idea that they have a young player, Mikhail Bridges, who had a great summer with Team USA, one of the top young two-way players in this league, I think they're in a really good spot. Kind of like the Knicks, I think they're well-positioned to swing, a big deal if the opportunity presents itself between their young players and their draft capital.
0: Yeah, I mean, New York, this is market one. You know, we talk about all the other sports and Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander coming here or Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving coming here. Like, there's it's only a matter of time until another superstar uh, gets here. But I like the fact that it's not really like some of these other teams in the NBA where, you know, there's a big three or a big duo. You're expecting the Knicks and the Nets to compete with team basketball. And that's what I'm about. Like I want to get back to, especially covering the nets with talking nets and being on the radio. I don't want to talk about all the other shenanigans. I don't want to talk about what somebody posted online. I don't want to talk about uh, some rumors of who's dating who or, or what business they have. I want to get back to the basketball and the hooping. And I think that's, what's going to happen this year. So do you expect the Knicks to be big bro? I mean, there was a 10-game win streak with the Nets and Katie and Kyrie. That's the only thing, the only banner they can put up in Brooklyn is that they never lost to the Knicks. But do you think that the Knicks continue to be big bro on these Nets or do you think the Nets can challenge the Knicks this year? I think
1: they can challenge the Knicks. I mean, and that's going to be like the old blue and white scrimmage for Villanova because you're going to have, Mikhail Bridges on one side, and all the Villanova guys with the Knicks on the other side. It's gonna be fun to watch. I think gonna get you're gonna get four good matchups uh, in the regular season. I think the games are gonna be competitive because it was as we talked about. It's it's not like they these time teams are on the exact same timeline, but it's kind of similar where you have a good young core. Uh, the Nets. You know, I haven't had a full season together, so I think having that training camp is going to benefit them, and I think that you know it's a good matchup between these two teams. So, East River rivalry, this uh, this edition of it should be pretty fun.
0: Now, I got to ask you about the New York Liberty before we let you go. Uh, I did my best to bring on different guests and kind of pump up the Liberty as I knew they were going into the finals, and they were able to win one game in Brooklyn, and the Aces are banged up, and it's still a series like. You know, do you see the Liberty getting another win and forcing game five. And can you talk a little bit about the WNBA and the fact that like here in New York, we talk every day about who's going to be the next champion and who the best team is. And we have a team in Brooklyn in the Liberty that's a super team. Yeah, I
1: love when Sabrina Ines said that, uh, I think it was late in the regular season where she said, uh, listen, this is the best basketball team in, that New York has seen in a while. Keith, you know it. She's 100% right. The Knicks have mapped into the finals since 1999. The Nets more recently uh, with Jason Kidd, that group, but they were in New Jersey at that time. So, yeah, this is the farthest that a a New York basketball team has advanced in quite some time. And you look at uh, the way things have broken for them. There's a pathway here because of the Aces injuries. There's a pathway here for them to come back in this finals and just be... A great story, great New York story for this team that has a ton of talent uh, to come through what is an adverse situation in these finals, the way they've been down. If they could come all the way back, it would be a lot of fun. would love to see uh, that Liberty parade uh, in Manhattan, or excuse me, in Brooklyn, if and when uh, they get there. I think there'd be a lot of great energy in New York for this team if they do win the championship.
0: It would be a great comeback story. I would definitely be at the parade. I feel like we need it. I feel like they're close. They can win this next game in Brooklyn and then force a Game Five and uh, win in, in Vegas and then come back home. Like I'm hoping it happens for them. I mean, obviously, watching those first two games, the the Aces were in control and you know they dominated on their home floor. It looked like the Liberty were out of it, but a little home cooking. Uh, I'm, I'm still rooting for them. I'm still hoping they win. I'm hoping they prove Michael Wilbon wrong as well, and, and all the fans show up and, and light up the Barclays Center tomorrow night.
1: You know, it's loud in there uh, for it the is. I've been sure. is. I've, I've been
0: to a ton of games. I don't know why people talk down on the Barclays Center. I get it's not the Garden. I get it's not some of these other NBA arenas, but like what I always say is this Nets world has been built. I've been going there since it opened. It is a different place, and fans do pack that place, and it does get loud from the bottom bowl all the way to the nosebleeds as steep as it gets at the top. Uh, it, it gets rocking in there and it's a good atmosphere for for basketball
1: and i'll say this too Keith. you know those nick nick games in brooklyn uh early on years ago you know you heard the Knicks fan in the building in a loud way but as the years went on it, you know it was 50-50 and then the nets fans started to drown out the Knicks fans mm-hmm. when the Knicks came to the barclays center so i agree with you i think that uh it's a little bit of a tired narrative at this point because the nets you know they have a passionate fan base and the product on the court should be pretty good this season.
0: Yeah, it will be. I'm excited. I feel like uh, you know, with football, it's not exactly what we expected. With baseball, it was a, a complete letdown. We need this basketball season to kick off, and hopefully we have two teams that are competitive in the East and maybe the Liberty bring it home. That'll be all the like good vibes and energy we need in New York uh, going from the fall to this winter. Ian, thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, Keith, anytime, my friend. Take care.
0: Once again, that's Ian Begley, who covers New York basketball on SNY. He's the host of the NBA show on SNY, The Putback. You can check him out on Twitter. Uh, he's always at the games. He's always talking about the Knicks and the Nets. Very insightful. And, yeah, I appreciate him joining us tonight. We're we're, we're right back in it, man. I don't know if you guys are like me. I like every sport. Um, I roll right into the next season. You know, I, I stop wearing my Yankees gear. I start putting my football gear on. If the Cowboys suck... I start tucking the Cowboys gear. I'm putting my Nets stuff on. I just I've been like that since I was a kid. Like my mom will tell you, you know, she's like, "Why you Why you put away your your Yankee stuff?" I'm like, "Cause they got swept or they got <laughs> they got beat in the uh, ALDS." Like I'm packing that up until pitchers and catchers. It's just you know part of my identity, part of my personality, and I love basketball. Uh, and I can speak to that too. I can speak to being a Brooklyn Nets fan and being in that arena. Um, I don't hate the Knicks. I do enjoy trolling the Knicks, and uh, I did have my fun going at Knicks fans because the tables turned, and the Brooklyn Nets had the superstars. But now I think the playing field is a little bit more level, and we're about to see who is who and what is what. And ultimately, I want a champion. I want two competitive teams to come out of New York. I don't know if in this NBA landscape either one is realistically going to be a champion when you've got uh, a big three in Phoenix, you've got the Warriors still, as they were, you've got the Nuggets, the reigning champions. And in the East, you have Giannis and the Bucks with Dame now. And the Celtics with Chris Dabbs-Burzingis and Drew Holiday, the MVP of the league in Philly. I think the Cavaliers are going to be good again. And it's competitive, but it's fun. And uh, there's going to be a lot of nights coming up on the fan where you'll hear Brooklyn Nets basketball. And uh, I'll be firing up the Talking Nets podcast for anyone that... Uh, wants to hear me talk about the Nets exclusively. I've been doing that since 2019. It hasn't died yet. Uh, Many thought it would fail, but it still exists. You know, they said there were no Nets fans, but somehow Nets fans are still following the accounts and downloading the podcast, and I took a break when the Nets got swept again last season, but I'm going to fire up an episode um, before the first game, and then every two games I'll do an episode after that. So if you're into the Brooklyn Nets and, um, you know, if you know me from doing Talking Nets in 2019 before I even got on WFAN, we're still here. Still exists. Going to fire it up, and I'm excited for NBA. I'm excited for the Devils in hockey. The Rangers have looked good. The Islanders are on tonight. I mean, I'm watching postseason baseball in here. I think the Phillies, it's their year to get it done. Hopefully it's Phillies-Rangers. And in the NFL, the NFL is king. I can watch any NFL game, any players, any team. And uh, even if it's not my Dallas Cowboys, who I just know they're frauds, I just don't expect them to ever get back to the top of the mountain, the Jets and the Giants. I think the Jets have a a very compelling NFL story happening right now uh, with the loss of Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson having another chance at redemption and this defense being elite to the point where they can win games on that side of the ball. And the the Giants in year two of a rebuild, okay, if it doesn't continue uh, or if it, it doesn't get any better and you continue to lose, well then sell some pieces off. And then you reload for next year through the draft and through free agency. And we just keep on rolling, man. Uh, Sports are entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. Nobody gets into this to be miserable. Nobody gets into this to be like, oh, I hate hate watching my team. And that's why I say you got to just roll with the punches and roll on to the next season.